0: Welcome to the Think Future podcast, broadcasting from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We focus on innovation, startups and the future, not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. Here's your host. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Think Future podcast. I'm your host, Chris Calabucas, and once again, we're coming at you live from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California show number 184 or something like that and today is august 21st 2017 the day of the big eclipse now i'm not going to be able to see this big eclipse from where i am apparently it's only going to get 70 70 covered or something like that so i'm not going to really bother about it maybe if the clouds break in time i'll Go out there and take a look up for a moment, see what's going on. So sometimes I guess you probably wonder to yourself, why, why aren't I innovating? Why aren't I able to do as well as some of those competitors in my space? Why can't we simply just do as well as or leapfrog? Our competitors right I mean a lot of times I work with these older line companies that have been around for a long time and they see these little upstarts come in and they just they just don't understand they don't understand why they can't speed things up why they can't become more innovative why they can't at least meet the standards of some of these new startups so I think I have a theory. I have a theory behind this. And I, my theory is is that those at the top get it. Right? I mean, not a day goes by when there's an, not an executive out there talking about how innovative their company is. Or will be soon. They're opening up a lab, or they're doing this, or they're doing that. They're talking about some innovative new product and service that they are coming up with. I mean, if you hear them talking, it sounds like they their company lives and breathes innovation and then if you talk to those further down the organization the individual contributors engineers field personnel customer service reps they see all these problems firsthand so they're the most likely to surface great solutions to these problems i mean this is one of the main reasons why we try and target the entire enterprise when we're running these innovation or futurist programs so if the executives get it at the top and the individual contributors get it who is slowing down or stopping the innovation in your enterprise? I mean, it's pretty simple, you to point to your middle managers and say, "Oh, they're the ones who are the problem. They're the ones who are slowing things down. Those those guys aren't allowing our people's great ideas to move forward." I mean, it's easy to do that. But Think about it for a second. Your senior leadership is great at telling the rest of the world how innovative your company is, right? I mean, they shout it from the rooftops, but then they turn around and tell your middle managers to produce, to increase profitability, to not be innovative. I mean, they're not incentivized to generate new products. Ast- products, or ideas. They're not incentivized to innovate. They're incentivized to improve the bottom line. So who are these poor middle managers going to listen to? Their boss, who may talk the talk externally, but frowns on anything that might affect the bottom line? Or the rest of us attempting to drive innovation in the organization? I mean, we all know that you do what you are incentivized to do. And these middle managers are not incentivized to innovate. I mean, you can't really blame anyone for doing their jobs. But does it have to be from everyone all the time? I mean, are these leaders so hell-bent on profitability that they don't have the foresight to understand? And these are leaders. They should have the foresight to understand that they can only ride the gravy, current gravy train for so long. Markets change. Competitors arise, and like most companies who would like to be around for a long time, you may need to develop completely new sets of products and services to address completely new markets that you might not even be aware of yet. I mean, you should dedicate at least one portion, and even if it's a small portion, that's fine, of the organization to the innovation function. I mean, if you don't like calling it innovation, that's fine, there's plenty of other terms. New product development, research, R&D, or labs. Don't you think it'd be cool to have a section of your company called labs? I mean, there must be some corner of the organization somewhere where you can allow these new innovative ideas generated by your people to grow and thrive. There must be some place where your people can drop their ideas off in safe hands. There must be some place where these ideas can be given enough resources to determine their viability in this and future worlds. And if you think about it, these ideas can even be great talking points for your senior leadership to prove that you're truly an innovative company. Which is, of course, what they'd love to hear or what your investors would love to hear too. I mean, sure. While the majority of your company can and should be focused on your core profit driver, it pays to allocate some channels to the sometimes crazy, sometimes way out there, sometimes awesome spawn of your employees, human brains. That's it for me for today. See you next time. And until then, don't forget, to think future future, future.